the man, the legend, David Magna is our guest today, Lauren. Wow, that was a fantastic show today. Talk about energetic, right? David Magna being the well-known, renowned uh, hairstylist of Napa Valley, stylist of the stars as we call him, the rock and roller, the creative force that he is. That was an animated conversation. It sure was. That was a lot of fun. I'm glad he came in. And then he even turned the tables on me a little bit and kind of became the David show. Wow. Before we get to it, I do want to invite all of you folks to come visit me at our family winery, Judd's Hill. We're located at the south end of the beautiful Silverado Trail here in Napa Valley. Visiting information can be found where, Lauren? www.juddshill.com Thank you. And while you're online, you can peruse around. There's photos to have a look at. There's recipes you can pair with our wines. Let's see, what else is there? Poetry. Wine-related poetry. Our funny videos are there. I'm awfully proud of those. They're kind of quirky and kicky. A little offbeat, but I know you're going to like it. And of course... What else is there, Lauren? Good times and fine wines. Ain't that the truth. If you'd like to pick up some wines, we have a special perk for being a listener. Here's what it is. Type in coupon code JNVS, all in lowercase letters, please, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. Wow, what a deal. And if you want a better bargain than that, you can join our wine club. All of the information is right there online. You'll get, well, you'll get a chance to try all of our wines. You'll get invitations to special events. You'll get plenty of other perks, and you will have a good time. That is my guarantee I make to all of our Judd's Hill Wine Club members. It's free to join, and you can do it right there from the comfort of your home on the website. You sure can. Now let's meet Mr. David Magna. Let us shell. Everyone's a Fingal friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Get ready for another heap of fascinating things to know. From witty and intriguing people. On Judd's Napa Valley Show No stale script and no rehearsing Live from a Napa studio You may be that intriguing person On Judd's Napa Valley Show Pardon me, I'll have a Chardonnay A marvelous date, it's hard to say I know we never talk about the Sauvignon Blanc It's a must-have on the podcast It's Judd's Napa Valley Show You can't ease this flow If I elaborate over a Cabernet My buddy's the truth You should study my man Juddy And learn something new And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd Finkelstein. Well, thank you very much, Lauren Mole. How hey, are welcome, you, sir? Judd. I'm doing fine, Judd. How are you? Well, I got a little, little bit of a frog in my throat here, so I'll try not to <laughs> do too much of that today. But uh, otherwise, just fine. Thank you very much. What's oh, the latest with you? Oh well, uh, well, I'm happy to say that uh, uh, I am uh, uh, I'm back on the air at uh, KSBY uh, ninety one point three in Sonoma. Well, that's good news. What are you doing? Uh, I'm still uh, going back to doing public service announcements uh, there, but unfortunately, they moved in a new direction, though. Oh, what is that? Uh, because uh, the the nice lady who used to help me with the public service announcements. Uh, Beth Hadley, uh, she's no longer with the station. Oh, so are you doing this just completely unsupervised, willy-nilly? They're letting you run around the station? Absolutely not. They're not. So so what's going on? Well, they're, they're having a new uh, gentleman uh, take ah. control of the PSAs. Uh, Bill Stallings is his name, a great guy, and another fine, profitable uh, talk show host. <laughs> That's good. And he's doing a great job. Well, and I, I'm I'm enjoying working with him now. Good. And is he letting you do any, um, is he doing, are you doing on-air stuff or is it pre-recorded? Oh, on-air. Well, it's actually pre-recorded, mm-hmm. though. Unlike this show. Oh, right. I guess, full disclosure, this show that is being broadcast right now on KVON is a pre-recorded show. We are, we are not live, as they say. I mean, we are here now, but not there with you, as it were, then, if you will. But we are. Are you? What? I don't know. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Lauren? I Because <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> what I'm saying is this is a pre-recorded broadcast. It is, originating from this historic studio. KVON. Been here since... 1948. Can you believe that? Man. I mean, if the station... <laughs> well, I mean, if the station were to relocate downtown, I mean, that's what Sharpie's been thinking. I, I think that'd be a great idea. Well, I, I, by the way, I just left it hanging there because it looked like you were formulating something. I didn't want to interrupt. Downtown be great where the action is, but I kind of like being out here. You're sort of removed. You kind of can be alone with your thoughts as you 
broadcast. We're out in the next to the horse ranch and in the western hills of Napa. It's kind of nice. It is. I got to tell you something that's going on. Oh, sure. What's that? I have Jeff? some news to report. What's that? If I may. Well, some stuff that's coming up, and I want to talk about it because it's fun. April 29th, coming up really soon, my band, the Maikai Gents, do our old-time Hawaiian music, kind of recreate the vibe of 1950s Waikiki. We're doing a free show. Can you believe it? At the Wine Train Depot, Friday, April 29th, part of their Arts in April series of events. From 5 to 7 p.m., come on down to the Wine Train Depot. Spirit of Aloha, wear your finest uh, vintage Aloha attire, and say Aloha. I should get paid by how many times I just said Aloha. Coming up then May 15th, just a couple weeks after that, is our annual springtime bonanza at Judd's Hill. That's our family's winery at the south end of Silverado Trail. And this is a great day of just fun. There's treats. There's great new release wines. It's a benefit for the Napa Valley Youth Symphony. So we'll have some music being played live by them. And it's, uh, it's only 50 bucks to come. However, if you're a member of the Judd's Hill Wine Club, guess what, Lauren? What? Can you guess? Guess what happens if you're a member of the Judd's Hill Wine Club? You get 15% off your entire wine order. Well, well, you, you, you can get 15% off your entire wine order by typing coupon code JNVS for listening. But for this particular event, you get in free. Right on. It's not 15% off. It's free. And if you want to buy wine, then I think it's 20 or 25% off at the event. Yeah, well, I was thinking about that going back to the podcast of all the programs that we've been doing yeah uh, we always say that at the top of each podcast uh, type in coupon code anyway um so if you're not a member of the judd's hill wine club you know what i think you should join that's right it's the best in napa valley you're gonna have a good time guaranteed anyway that's sunday may 15th the springtime bonanza and then june 7th just save the date i don't have all the details right now but it's a winemaker dinner featuring me a winemaker judd of judd's hill that will be at napa valley bistro and more details to come, you can look at our website, judshill.com, and look on the events page or look at the Napa Valley Bistro site. All the details will be both those places. That's June 7th, and that's all I've got right now to talk about me. We have got a guest here in the studio, and I would love to get talking to this fine person. Would you care to make the introduction? Sure, Judd. A master at quaffing all hair, you're the work of art in his chair. His other great cool shtick is writing fab music, and it's all done with David Magna Flair. That's it. It's David Magna. Hey, guys. Uh, how's he it going? <laughs> it's good, man. Welcome, David. How you doing? Well, thanks so much for having me. I'm doing really great, and uh, I just wanted to say that I'm live here in this moment. So, <laughs> you, you know, when we're being broadcast, whether it's then or now, past tense, pretense. And I'm so happy you are, because it's always a pleasure to be with you, man. Hey, it's oh. always a pleasure to be with you, too, Judd. You know, I just put something together. What is it? Judd Winemaker at Judd's Hill. I never put those two together. Isn't that weird? It's... I, I always just thought it was a coincidence. I'm but. so lucky I got the job there. Yeah, really. Because, you know, now you can, right? Now I, I can mean, play it off. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it. Judd, yeah, that's me. Kind of a big deal. That's it. You got to talk to my folks about that. David, man, you are kind of a Napa person. One of these iconic dudes. A legend of Napa Valley, but a living legend. Wow. wow. With so many cool things to your credit. Uh, where do we even start? I, I mean, I, I don't know, but I love hearing you say those yeah, things. Just, those also, yeah, you, you, please keep on going because I'm enjoying every moment of that. We I, could just, but, uh, we well, could, well, we're glad you are, <laughs> David. You are as the sun in the solar system of this room, and we just, you keep us in orbit around you, circling you, hanging on your every I love next it. thought. This word. is my mighty constellation this right is, here. This is what I do at the beginning of the show. I butter up the guests to get them ah. feeling really comfortable. Get them talking, you know, let's... I was wondering what that feeling yeah. was. <laughs> now you got it. <laughs> now, you know, you, you are the proprietor of the David Magna Workshop. Yes, uh, indeed. The famed, the famed, we, we don't, what is the term you use? I mean, obviously workshop, but if you're going to put that into another word, you don't say. You mean for all those Napa folks who drive by and look up at the sign and go, I wonder what they work on in there. Yes. How do you And they wonder, it? you know, is that where I'm going to go to get my transmission fixed? Or can I get an oil change there at the David Magna Workshop? That's exactly what I'm getting Well, you at. can't get an oil change. But no. <laughs> uh, we are a hair salon. Salon. We have been in that location for about 14 years. And we're out there at 575 Coombsville Road. So anybody who's ever headed out Coombsville Road. 
out into the new Coombsville Appalachian. Not that it's new, but uh, it's it's uh, being in Appalachian, I guess, is it, new. It is. I know it, all the everybody yeah. out there making wines excited about that. It's a great area for that. You're in the fashionable uh, cemetery district. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we're in the Fashionable Cemetery District. We are at the gateway of the Fashionable <laughs> at, Cemetery District. The, you're at the gates of it all. That's right. It's a well-known hair stylist to the stars of Napa Valley. I I like to think so. No, I, I like to think that some of my clients are some of the some of the big movers and shakers of the Napa Valley. Winemakers, uh, celebrity chefs. Uh, There's no doubt about it. Yeah, just fabulous people in general. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's 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 true. You've got a reputation. You know, Bottle Rock came to town. Okay, let's Who leave my they... wait, wait. Let's but... leave my reputation out of it. Okay. Oh, well, we're still talking about hair. Okay, we're talking about your hair. I'm getting to the rest of your reputation okay, pretty well, soon. I, yeah, maybe yeah, we'll, just, play, we'll hold that for the end of the show. Yeah, we just be careful. We just don't want to jump the gun. That's right. <laughs> no gun jumping. That's no, but it. you're well known. Um, what was I getting? Oh, Bottle Rock came to town. You were the on. What was it called? The on call backstage. If any of the well, stars needed I, there, I was the phone call that got made in uh, early early days. Bottle Rock. I, I was honored to be uh, phoned up and uh, got to got to come in and, and dress the hair of uh, Brittany Howard from the fabulous Mississippi Shakes. Yeah, great band. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no wait. <laughs> wait a it's Kentucky Shakes. Kentucky Fried Shakes. No, is it Alabama Getaways? Oh, there it is. Alabama Shakes. Alabama Shakes. The, the lovely <laughs> Brittany Howard from Alabama Shakes. All kidding aside, she was fantastic. Uh, she wanted something dramatic and. And big and flouncy, and it was just a lot of fun to meet her, work on her in their little dressing room tent area. Yeah. I brought my daughter with me, and she was just kind of spun out on all the whole celebrity aspect of it. Made the front page of the paper the next day, her picture. How about that? Sporting your quaff, as uh, Lauren puts it. The, uh, hey, there you go. I was, uh, Yeah, yeah. it was really fun to be a part of that, and being backstage, uh, mixing and mingling with the artists and, and, you know, great thing. I, I love that it's, you know, got new life, new legs, the new team that that's taken it and, and what they're doing to give Napa Valley all of this, uh, this, uh, entertainment and, uh, really it's one of the highlights of summer. Yeah. I don't think really I've missed happening. a single day of it since, since it started. And Cause you're a rock and roller too. You're a I musician, a rock and roller, man. All right. Stop, stop. I'm derailing. We're cause we're going to get to that. We're going right. to talk about hair. We're going to talk about rock and roll, but let's just talk about you. Just you. All right. All right. Let's do Who it. Who is David Magna? That is the question. Where, where are you from, Dave? Where did you grow up? I don't think I know where you are I from. I grew up after I moved to uh, San Francisco in my early 20s. Okay. So let's even go I further back. growing up. Oh, where, uh, where was I born and where, raised? Where were you a little one? Where were you uh, a wee one? My family, uh, I was raised in Sacramento. Sacramento. Uh, yeah. One of seven kids. And that was a crazy crowd. I was number six. <laughs> and so I had all this great influence of the olders above me. Mm -hmm. uh, my father was a, a world champion competition hairstylist. And so I grew up with the smell of hairspray and permanent wave solution and <laughs> cigarette smoke <laughs> since I was a small child. You know, you'd open the door to dad's salon and walk in and just that waft just filled your senses. It was always overwhelming and kind of fun i don't know you know watching the beautiful ladies get their hair teased up and well so you join the family business it sounds like but what does that mean a competition hairstylist so how did your dad compete as a hairstylist well in, and uh, what are we talking this is in the he started in the 1950s mm -hmm. and uh this was classic composition design fancy fancy works done on models in different categories one would be a day fashion look one would be a evening look, and one would be what they call gala, which is you know a very very fancy you know presentation sort of thing. And uh, that was kind of his flair was the the more dramatic, the more the more extravagant hairdressings, and um, you know uh, that was what he would compete in these different categories. And they did, he would do local competitions, moved on to regional competitions, state, national. He won all these national titles. He went over to Europe and won some of the European championships that. Really, wow. no American had ever won. No kidding. Yeah, so you know that was that's where the whole hairdressing competition thing comes from. And his I name. Mean, so I, I mean, I want to go start Salvatore. looking up Salvatore. Salvatore Magna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Salvatore. Uh, he just went by Mr. Salvatore. The whole industry knew oh, him as that. Yeah. Back not that long ago, until maybe the I want to say late '60s. If you had a male hairdresser, they were known by Mr. First name. First name. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. He, that's all, that was it. He'd get male 
that would come to the house addressed to Mr. Salvatore. And so some of his buddies even, you know, these were his good friends, and they, they still thought his name was like Sal Salvatore. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sal Salvatore, that's a good one. Sure, you know. But, so um, you grew up with this, and yeah, your dad was this champion hairdresser. Yep, yep, yep. I started hanging out at the salon in Sacramento. He also had a couple of beauty schools, one in Sacramento, one in Modesto, one in Hawaii. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. And, so he, uh, he had schools. He was teaching folks. Teaching folks, you know, developed a whole system, wrote books. And, you know, so his, his hairdressing books were very, very successful from a training standpoint. And, uh, you know, I was introduced to it at a very, very young age. I started hanging out at the salon about 13. I started as a junior apprentice at 14. Hmm. Stayed with that till I was about 16 and then went to beauty school to get the state accreditation at, yeah. at his school. The time that I went to his school, it was being run by my uncle, who was a big influence also on my career. And after that, I went and studied with a sort of master haircutter, uh, someone in the, uh, you know, he had been a trainer in the Vidal Sassoon methods and this sort of thing. So I got my precision haircut training. Yeah. And, you know, from there went on and did some teacher training, but we were always doing big hair fashion shows. And, you know, my father's hairdressing team would appear as guest artists at the big international beauty shows. So I was doing wow. that as a young teen and I just got really excited about it. I mean, what, what wasn't to get excited about? I was a teenage kid hanging out with all these beautiful ladies yeah. and, uh, you know, getting to dress hair and a lot of glitz was, and glamour, a little travel. Yeah. A lot of glitz, glamour, wow. travel. And, and I found that I really enjoyed uh, the expression of art in hairdressing. So uh, it's been with me. I've, I've been doing it now. Let's see, I'm 27. Yeah. So uh, it's been like no. five, six years. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I've been I've been a licensed hairdresser since 1980. I was uh, 17 when I got the license in no hand. And so, yeah, if you do the math, uh, it would embarrass me. I don't so know how to do go. math. <laughs> I, I was yeah, terrible yeah. on the it's, SATs. It's a lot of that. fun. A lot of fun. Man, and and it's, but it's taking you all over. I mean, you haven't been in Napa. The whole time oh, no. since you were no, seventeen. No. I mean, this, uh, once, this career once I is... left uh, Sacramento. I moved to Chicago. I did some uh, advanced training there in Chicago, where I was teaching students. Did a lot of the big international beauty shows at that time. Also, uh, from Chicago, came back to California. My father and I opened an advanced training center in Carmel. Oh. From there, moved to San Francisco, where I just had a phenomenal maybe 11 years mm. owned a salon in San Francisco for about seven of those years. That was where I really hunkered down and got super into the music. Also, yeah. the music was just, just paralleled the, the hairdressing the whole time. I, I started singing in bands when I was also in my early teens. Yeah. 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 I mean, the rock and rolls in your blood. I think the first time I ever, I didn't meet you, but the first time I was ever aware of your being was seeing you at a gig. You were I you were singing, s yeah. You were, you you were fronting a band. Hey, cool! And I was like, man. this guy, he's good, <laughs> and he's in it, and he's got good presence, and he's not compromising in any way to that band he's in front of or the audience he's in front of. He's kind of, I mean, not to say you were trying to be a diva or anything, but you were like almost the show unto yourself, the front man. You just had a good presence, is what I'm trying to say. Well, uh, coming from. Coming from you, Judd, I, that, what an amazing compliment. Thank you so much. I, I feel like that's a place where I come alive. Yeah. At the mic and, and performing. I was an actor as a child, uh, studied music as a child, and uh, you know, performing and, and being in front of an audience just feels really natural. And uh, I love to connect through music with people. So, yeah, I think that was, uh, I can't remember the name. Um, it was, it was a fundraiser. It was, it was uh, yeah. might have been the St. Helena School yeah. fundraiser. Wrist Rocket. That was that the was name the band. of the band. Yeah, yes. a lot of big wine guys in that. Yeah, uh, several My years very ago. good friend, David Stevens. Yeah. Props out to David Stevens. <laughs> great bass player. Uh, yeah, great bass player. Uh, he brought me in with that group. They needed a lead vocalist. I came in, started doing that with them, and it was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Glad you got to see it. Me too. Yeah, Talk's yeah. cheap, though, man. We're talking about your rock and roll. I mean, I have a lot of questions I could ask you about it, but I think we should just... We got to play something. We brought it up. We got to just oh, let folks man. know what I we're talking it. about. I love it. Set uh, this up because this is not up? your normal anything. No, no, no. And I've never heard it. You've so, described your music to me, but I've not. <laughs> this will be a debut for me too. Well, can we tell people how when I describe my music to you, you looked at me like a confused puppy and you tipped your head to the side and went, "What?" 
<laughs> but uh, I said, tell me more, because I was intrigued. More. You know, th this music that we're going to play, this song that we're going to play, it's kind of uh, disco metal. It's got some really hard-driving guitars and some really strong intensity to it. Not heavy metal, but but uh, let's call it hard rock. And then uh, the beats. Um, the beats are really so multi-percussive and driving that, for me, it really reminds me of dance music, disco to be specific. The fusion together becomes sort of this other thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, let's spin it and let the people... You'll make their own judgment. This I, is a, I hope they love it. I think they will. This is a composition of yours? This is a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a composition of mine called Piece at a Time. It has another title, but that's the one that's for the people. For the people. All and right. your own vocals, too. Vocal, rhythm, guitar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. That was David Magna, Peace at a Time, on the news and talk of Napa Valley, 1440 KVON. Thank you, Lauren Mole, and our guest is the man himself, David Magna. It's quite a track, man. Hey, man, thanks. I, yeah, I, I yeah. dug that. I hope it got feet's a-tapping and hips a-shaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine, mine were. I think you had said something about white zombie-esque. Yeah, sort of a, but, early, but, but more accessible. Definitely, I think, to me, yeah. like less vicious. Like, I could listen to that. Yeah, white thanks. zombie. I mean, I did way back when a little bit, but it was it, it kind of hurt me after a while. Yeah, yeah. Which I think he wanted 
that effect. I, I think Rob Zombie had that in mind the whole time. Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, this is uh, this is a crafting really of trying to deliver enough drive and intensity that the people who are really into heavier, harder rock mm-hmm. can get a lot of satisfaction, and people who want something more accessible and uh, maybe are turned off by squealing guitars and you yeah. know too too much. Uh, too much intensity it, it's just it's got a great danceability to it and so uh you know having a broader uh a broader spectrum of uh accessibility i mean that's what i'm going for these days so there it is boom boom thanks for sharing <laughs> it we do have to take a break i'm sorry to say but we'll be right back to talk with more david magna we'll be back with more of judd's napa valley show right after these messages At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa and streaming live in San Diego at KVON.com. Back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Thank you, Lauren Mole. That's right. San Diego, California, and anywhere you can get the internet, you can stream the show live at KVON.com and find past episodes at the Apple iTunes Store by searching Judd's Napa Valley Show and subscribing to our podcast. Whew, got that out. Our guest is David Magna. I, what a big breath you took there before that! all of those words come floating out. I love it. But the biggest <laughs> word of them all is the name David Magna. Ah, That's man, right. Thank you. I love the way it sounds coming from you. We heard uh, some music. <laughs> we talked about how you got into the, uh, to the world in which you are renowned of hairstyling. But you also seem to maybe have another talent I wasn't aware of. I'm just taking a visual cue from what you've brought here. What, tell me about this. Well, you know, Judd... When you said, uh, I'd love for you to bring some goodies with you, yeah, my mind began to wander. <laughs> and, then you, and then you mentioned, you know, let's, let's have some fun with it. And I thought, great, I'll bring a broken thermos, and maybe I'll bring <laughs> some old roller skates. But uh, no, I brought Remember something. Remember, we, we, somebody brought some old roller skates for us. <laughs> oh, oh hey. that's right. Exactly. Maybe I picked that up from former episodes. Maybe you listened to that one. I okay. love it. I, I thought about you, and I thought, oh. you know, something that is so commonplace that everybody knows what it is, but there's something funny about it. And I just thought, what is that one thing? And nothing says everybody knows it, but it's still kind of funny, uh, more <laughs> to me than a jar of pickles. Oh, love pickles. These look like homemade pickles. Now, these, are you a pickler? These are not just... Homemade pickles. They are house-made pickles made from 100% houses. So, no, they are not. These are, uh, these are house-made pickles. Yeah. And these for, were put up by my house. father. Oh. He brought them for... Wait, uh, Mr. Salvatore. Well, these are Salvatorian pickles, actually. Wow. <laughs> Holy moly. He brought this whole case of them for the family, and he's like, "Whatever's left over, you get to keep." And so I'm like, "Yeah, I, you know, I just I I love uh, you know, everything from preserved lemons to you know, uh, pickled asparagus in my Bloody Marys oh, to yeah. you know, all this sort of thing Absolutely. like this." And uh, I, I have all these great jars of them, and I just thought, you know, it's always a funny thing. Hey, you know, a jar of pickles. So uh, I just <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to bring it because it's goofy and usable at the same time. I'm honored. Um, I almost hate to give them away, but we will because that's what we do. We, oh, we no, like... no, no, Judd. No. I didn't bring the pickles to give away. Oh. No, that's so, my bribe to you. This, this is for me. Well, I'm just bribing you with the pickles. Wait, but I brought other gifts, too. Well, you're bri- I okay, wanted that I'll to be a conversation you. piece. Okay. And I... You're bribing me. So you're but now you're buttering me up for something. I'm yes, I am, Uh-oh. Judd. I'm buttering you up for some future honesty, Judd. I want some Uh-oh. honesty from you. You know, why somebody bring on the margarine? <laughs> <laughs> I love There's it. Too so, much butter in here because you 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 have that look like you're about to spring something on me. But okay, well, thank Judd, you. I'm honored. I love pickles. I love house made pickles, and I can't wait to try Mr. Salvatore's pickles. That's, that, that's I'm honored. Really, I, I'm I, I, I'm in all sincerity. I'm honored. I can't wait to try. Well, it. Thank you. Then it's working, Judd. Yes. And that's what I wanted it to do. (laughs) I wanted it to work. Judd, for your listeners, I brought a special gift. And Uh I'd like you to read. Well, I'd like you to tell your guests. You can see what it is, right? You can see see what it is. It's a lovely, uh, large size coffee mug. Yes. And what does it it say, Judd? It says, it's all about me. It says, it's all about Judd. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) And I'm sure one of your listeners would love to. And darn it, it's not all about me either. Well, actually, what does it say? 
It's all about me. Well, then it, it is, is all about you. You just said it. All right. Now, that's my little funny joke. It's, it's, a, it's, an, it's all about me coffee mug. And the beautiful part is it says it's all about me on that side. Mm-hmm. If you're left-handed, yeah. it's a left-handed mug. But it oh. also says it on this side, Judd. So you can be ambidextrous and it's always about that's right. me. That's right. Okay. So, so for your left-handed friends... It's all about you this way mm-hmm. and and this way, which, you know, I mean, I like multi-purpose gifts and I like them to uh, I like them to sit, make a statement. So Fabulous. I just want to make a statement with that. Also, if it's if we're giving gifts to the kids, I brought a little little set of stickers. So okay. Sticker. those well, are, uh, well, these are these are Arctic antics. Arctic. And these are some uh, little stickers of some Arctic animals. We've got a uh, moose. We've got a polar bear. A penguin. So, yeah, well, cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah, there, yeah, it is. But, there but, you go. But, you know, they actually appear to be from somewhere. Well, they are from the Arctic, and well, yes, no, I, you are correct. This, very, well, very observant. Do you, not see, the the, do you not he, see the company logo he on He loves the, giving uh, plugs to the, companies uh, who don't sponsor the, the show. The company logo the, at the uh, bottom. Let me see the, if I can sheet. make uh, that out. I, I don't have any readers with me at the moment. Ah, yes, In-N-Out Burger. You are correct, sir. Collectible In-N-Out Burger stickers. Okay, if you would like to win, if you would like to get your hands on Judd's goodies, the, this coffee cup and the Arctic Antics stickers being the goodies. Be the first person to tweet at Judd's Hill. Include at Judd's Hill. One word with the hashtag JNVS, Judd's Napa Valley Show. And uh, they can be yours. I'll have them there at the, uh, where am I going to have it? The Winery Tasting Room at Judd's Hill on the south end of Silverado Trail. For just a few days after this airs, if no one uh, comes to pick them up, they will become property of Judd's Hill and will find their way into the cupboard for all the staff there to use for their coffee because you know what it, it will remind them that it's all about the customer it'll be like a joke gift for them well i think they'll when they see that cup they'll know it's all about judd david tell <laughs> me more tell me more about your influences in the world of music we've talked about you know your mm. father being your big inspiration mm. and your uncle in hair but music Music. Thanks, man. Yeah. I This is my favorite subject, so I'm glad we finally got to this part of the show. Like I said, started as a young kid, had a lot of older sibs that just, you know, were so completely into music. A couple of my older siblings studied music also at a young age, but, uh, you know, we were spinning LPs all day and all night at the house. And I loved the influences that, that I experienced as a really young kid. Uh, you know, the stuff I was listening to when I was five, six, seven, eight years old was the same stuff that all the kids that age were listening to. I was listening to Jackson Five and the Partridge Family, and, you know, I mean, really good stuff. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, you know, my, my buddies would come over and I'd say, hey, let's play this, too. And they'd be like, what's that? And I'm like, well, that's Led Zeppelin or that's Cream. And that was your way to come on and get happy. Yeah, it was. my. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to get happy. And so, uh, yeah, you know, just just being being uh, really influenced by by the music of the day when I was a young kid uh, you know there was so much great stuff out there like I say cream uh, and Clapton solo uh, Zeppelin and Montrose and you know I mean just so much great stuff I knew that rock music uh, was going to be a a big part of my life Uh, I think I got my first real electric guitar when I was about 10 years old yeah Started uh, started really driving people crazy with that, so that was a lot of fun. But I, I I really found my my comfort zone in in singing, and uh, so really focused on that and and being involved as I mentioned in uh, in the theater arts and uh, and acting, uh, singing on stage. Um, <laughs> I realized that, that that lead vocal was really kind of my 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 gig, and so at a very young age with my my buddies, you know, we started uh, learning and performing. Zeppelin songs, yeah. and like I said, Montrose and stuff like this. And my first... That's pretty sophisticated for the youngins. Yeah, we were probably 13, 14 when we started doing, uh, you know, really having bands. And that was it. I mean, it's you as you know, the musician that you are, it's really infectious. If, if you're playing it and you're getting the response from people, it feels great doing it. It feels great getting the response. Watching people react to music, it's just, I mean, it's phenomenal. And so it's just been something that I've always done. Um, well, it feeds you. There's no doubt about that. Now, having seen you a couple of times perform live, you, I mean, it sounds kind of corny, but that, that the energy you get back from the audience, mm. I can see absolutely feeds something within yeah. you. Yeah. I know how good I feel when I'm in the audience watching a great show, watching a great performance. Yeah. And just that... Uh, just that uh, taken to another place. 
And when I watch what I'm doing take people to another place, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's pure. It's, it's a really great thing. What I love most of all is what I started in my late teens was writing music. Mm -hmm. And when you're able to perform the music that you write and get a really positive response uh, from your material. Uh, ah, listen to that. It's great. We've got Oz over here. I love I, it. I, you know, I've maybe only written a handful of songs, hardly a handful in my day, but uh, but yeah, when I bust them out with the band and Man. people dig it, yeah, it's amazing. We played a gig several years ago at Copia when they had Copia as a theater. Sure, sure. And I think the, the biggest applause we got was one of these original... Isn't that phenomenal? So we do a lot of old-time Hawaiian stuff, but there's one we writ- wrote, had written, kind of in that style, but it was one of our own. Yeah. There was some shtick involved, some visual sure, sure. choreography and whatnot, and people responded to that as well as the song. And it's, wow, it it lit up my life, if I might Ooh, paraphrase a, wow, a sappy like old it. 70s yes, song. Yes, yes. Ooh, hey, all right. Well, that kind of leads me to something. I've enjoyed talking about the music. Yeah, uh, here we go. Here we go with I music. Think this is what I was buttered so up for. So I wanted right? to bring, I wanted to bring something to you, oh, yeah. and that was uh, I wanted to talk about guilty pleasures, because one of mine has a lot to do with music, and uh, I love being taken away by this guilty pleasure, and that is drum roll, sappy seventies ballads. I'm, yeah, I, I'm a okay. huge fan. I'm a huge fan. I think I just named one. We we featured it on a show not that long ago. Uh, well, I, let's. I like the way you, you work that in. That you want to get specific? Well, I, you know what I like to do. I mean, media and and accessing media is so fabulously at our fingertips yeah. now. It's fantastic how uh, something comes to mind. It's like oh, an old memory. It's like oh, you know what was that song I used to roller skate to back in nineteen whatever. Uh, one came across. <laughs> One came across my mind just the other day, and I was like, wow, that's right. Neil Sedaka, mm. Laughter in the Rain. Laughter in the Rain. Now, do you remember Laughter in the Rain? Well, I remember more of the title. I would like you to hum a few bars to get me back into can the... I, can I give you the intro? Yeah, I'd love it. Strolling along country roads with my yeah. baby. <laughs> it starts to rain. It begins to pour. Yeah. Uh, anyway... Laughter in the Rain. So I had to, you know, I jump on uh, Spotify, boom, and I'm listening to Laughter in the Rain. And it's just as cheesy and warm and fabulous as I ever remember it. And it just takes me away to a place that I really love. You know, another one that I, I, right after that, I was like, okay, we're deep in the cheese. Yeah, yeah. So I had to pull up the next one, and that was Frankie Valley, My Eyes Adored You. Mm. Oh, I love that song. You know that song. Okay. Big Frankie Valley fan myself. There we go. There we go. Would you like to do a little bit of that one? My eyes adored you. Though I never laid a hand on you, my eyes adored you. Like a million miles away from me, you couldn't see how I adored you. So close, so close, and yet so Oh, wow, man. Really, there you yes. go. Own it, baby. Yes. I love it. As Lauren Mole would say, a Judd's Napa Valley Show exclusive. That's right. That's right. The debut duet of David Magna and Lauren Mole, Neil Sadaka. And and thank you for gifting us with your with your song there. I really appreciate that, Lauren. That's great. I sure. didn't know I didn't know we would I be mean, treated to your style. Frankie instead. Valley. That was the Frankie Valley. Well, the Frankie Valley Sorry, version I, yeah, done precisely. by. <laughs> That's great. Wow. Yeah, you know some of these other artists. I mean, I mean when you think about Schmalty 70s, my mind goes to things like Barry Gibb, but anyway, Judd, it's time to turn the tables All right. on you. All right, what and what doing? I want to know, and yeah. what I think, what I think, the Judd fans really want to know uh, is what are some of your guilty pleasures when it comes to sappy '70s songs? Because these are things that really take us away to a schmaltzy place. And you are a guy who is a fan of schmaltz. I know this from many conversations. Uh, I own an original schmaltz. I, yeah, I, yeah. I heard that you had a first edition schmaltz. I'm going to have you over to view my schmaltz. I would love to see your schmaltz. <laughs> Seals and Crofts. Oh, bam. You know how to hit one over the fence. I Seals love it. Did, now, now, when you say Seals and Crofts, a few pieces come to mind, but I'm yeah, looking, yeah, I'm looking yeah. for the diamond. Okay, well, you know, of course, there's, you know, no Summer Breeze, of course, we love. You know, who doesn't love that one? Was that like, Gabriel, Won't You Come On Home? That's, yes, that's, yes, that's a biggie. Yes. You know, I haven't revisited these in a long time. Uh, so how about to... how about you know? I gave you a clue. I was saying I'm looking for the diamond. Tick, tick, diamond girl. Do you remember diamond, oh, diamond girl by girl, Of Crofts? course, of course, oh, God. baby. Well, what you've done now is you've reminded me to go revisit all this stuff. Ah, because, man, yeah, that's it. That's it. They're they're. T- you guys just did some nice harmony, and those guys harmonies. 
That's Ouch. what it's all about. Give me those sweet harmonies. Sharp harmonies. Those Love guys it. are good. Love it. I think that's one of the things about those songs. Anytime you you, you whip something that, some of that on, you just hear these beautiful choruses of harmonies, you know, whole singing groups <laughs> that they would bring into the studio to sing with those solo artists. You yeah. Know? But uh, and the really obscure ones too are some of my favorites. I was going to ask you your guilty pleasure of obscure, like for instance, I'll throw out a couple of obscure ones, yeah. like uh, like Wildfire, a song about a horse named Wildfire. Do you remember that one? Don't know that I do. Okay, now how about another one? Was called Chevy Van. Do you remember that one? <laughs> I don't know. Do I want to? I want to say that it was by a, 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 an artist by the name of Terry Jacks, but. I could be wrong about that, but uh, yeah, it was a love song about uh, about a Chevy van. Yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty interesting tune. I kid you not. Oh, I believe okay. it. But you're, you know, I'm I'm silent because I'm trying to rack my brain right now for some uh, obscure stuff. Like a princess, uh, she was laying there, moonlight dancing off her hair. She woke up and took me by the hand. She's gonna love me in my Chevy, Chevy van, van, and that's all right yeah. with me. I've heard this tune. I've heard this tune. Oh. Now that's obscure, Judd, right? I, you're making me feel inadequate because usually this oh, is my forte. I you know, I can usually pull out the obscure stuff quickly and I, I pride myself on it. But right now, uh, gonna... how about 1970s hit Undercover Angel, Midnight Under... Fantasy? Mid- Midnight Fantasy. I never had a dream that made sweet love to me. <laughs> yeah, Undercover Angel. No, I was I was a big fan of those schmaltzy ones. They started selling them on KTEL Records. Oh, yeah. You'd see those ads on TV. Uh, it's like, yeah. you can own an entire LP. Schmaltzy seventies ballads, right, right, right. So one of the other things that I that I really love about that, I, I don't want to over, I don't want to overdo this, but I'm going to overdo it because you're a man who's a fan of overdoing things, right? I, I, well, I don't mind a little spectacle. Uh, one of the things that I really like doing, and you're making one when you <laughs> when you uh, when you bring up an old song like that, yeah. or once one of those comes to mind for me, what I really love to do, super guilty pleasure, is create a character voice, ah, and do. The song in character voice. Let's do it. So, uh, so I, you know, I love shtick, uh, and this is good shtick. This is good shtick. But uh, what's really fun about it is um, when you get the character voice and you start to work on it, and then you and then you bring it into the song, you introduce the song, and then here comes that chorus, and you just—I mean—you're ripping into the chorus with reckless abandon, completely committed to this character voice, and you make yourself laugh hysterically, and uh, it's it's a real personal guilty pleasure. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. Uh, Strolling along country roads with my baby. It starts to rain. It begins to pour. Without an umbrella, we're soaked to the skin. I feel a shiver run up my spine. That's just for Judd. There we go. All right. Thank you. That was, that was I think... That was sort of a, a Magna does um, Ethel Merman was it, was does. Uh, I was trying <laughs> that, that to throw wasn't, a that wasn't high nasally enough though. That was your own thing. That was your nah. Thing. You know, I just I love those character voices and just uh, you know it's because it's ridiculous and funny and uh, you're a big fan of the ridiculous and funny. So uh, anyway. There's that. Just want to bring that. in a little character voice for you. And now you're expecting me to do one. Is that nah, why you're just pointing you know, at me? I, I would, wouldn't want to put you on the spot, but you know how much I love to put people on the spot. If you have one to share with us. I don't. I don't. Or, or we could go to a break. <laughs> <laughs> We're at a break, so okay. I'm on the spot now. Say character voice. <clears throat> Maybe not as obscure a song, but let's let's try this one. I'll try this. <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> Please. I, I got my sight set on you. And no one else will do. All I know is that me. Uh, you look like your what's the words? My fine. Open up your loving arms. Watch out. Here I come. You spin me right round, baby, right round, like a record, baby, right round, round, round. How's that? Thank oh, you very man. much. Yes, All yes, right. yes. Yeah, Engelside. Love Thank you very it. much. There he is, man. Uh, that was fantastic. Drippy meets uh, Zoidberg meets. I love uh, the jowliness of all of that. I love it. <laughs> Judd's over here pulling on his cheeks while he's doing that, which is quite a sight. Would you like to do that for me? No, no, no. I, I, would, I would love to pull your cheeks. Uh, <laughs> and now we have our soundbite promo for the rest of the season. Lauren, would you care to uh, do a character voice in the tune? Judd, you're now putting me on the now you're here. Like, you are Mr. Voiceover in Napa Valley, so here's your chance. Wow, I, would, I know. I, I, for one, I would love to hear you do a voice. If you got a character voice, you have one? It doesn't have to be too goofy. Just a little, uh, you know, whatever comes, comes to mind. 
Right off the top of your thinking, he's intense. He's Rodan's the thinker right now. You've struck the pose. His thinking cap is actually coming into view. Yes. I'm beginning to see it. There's a little light bulb appearing over his head. Stroking his chin thoughtfully. A smirk on the face. And silence falls. He's got it! Yeah. <laughs> Commitment, man. Theme from the late show with David Letterman. Oh, I thought that was a 70s detective show. I thought it was like the theme song to Mannix or something. Well, sadly, well, sadly, David, it was not. All right. Well, I like what you did there. Commitment. I really, I just, I love when someone can commit to something like that. That's Lauren on air mole. There you go. Uh, David, I'm throwing away the rest of my notes and this is now your show. Is there anything else on uh, oh, your God. piece of paper there? Because I, 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 I got, got a couple things I got to get to, but if you got something, we got to get to it now. I got a now. couple of things. Right. I, I'd love for us. I mean, you know, Judd, I think I'm sitting in a room full of men of style. <laughs> you're you know, right. I'm, I'm a big fan of men of style. Indeed. Right? I yes. like to consider myself a a man of style. You, well, you make your living at and, being a man of style. Uh, and I know. And I make my reputation in town as being a man of style. In fact, I, Huffington, I'll have you know, Huffington Post named me Napa's Dapper Man of Style. I do. You know, I totally believe that. <laughs> and I think it's fantastic. I know that, I know that in my mind... You are one of the Napa Valley men of style. Thank you very much. Yes, coming yes. from you, that is an extreme compliment. And yeah, coming I... from me, I think that is an extreme compliment. <laughs> well, too, well, you know, too bad. Sadly, they didn't name you uh, Napa's Dapper Man of Steel. Oh, that's true. Was that a cut? No, I, I but well, was I don't know. I thought, I, mean, I thought he was a contender. Steel cut? I, I uh, know not a lot of people have ever seen Judd's glasses come off, but there's kind of a little Clark Kent thing going on there. I don't want to give away any more than that. But yeah. <laughs> Me and Superman. So, All right, David, so, what are you getting at so here? So as, as men of style. Oy yes. <laughs> what I want to know is, what is your favorite garment that you own? I'd like to talk about favorite garments. My favorite garment? Well... I have, um, it's stylish, but I think it's probably more for nostalgic, sentimental reasons. But there is a 100% polyester, mm, beautiful 19, I'm going to guess circa 78 Hawaiian shirt. It's pretty bright. It's got, you know, images. It's blue, kind of a ocean mm. bright blue. And it's got images of the islands on it. And it was my father's. Ooh. And I remember him going to Trader Joe's when they would have their Bordeaux sales. You know, you could mm. get pick up these Bordeaux mm. for a couple bucks a bottle. This is in 1978. And uh, they offered him the employee discount because he was wearing, they thought he worked there because he had Oh, how fabulous. Yeah. So I have that shirt and I love it. Oh, uh, that's nostalgia wise. Mm, I I'm love just, that he's got more there. than one favorite garment. This well, is you know, no, there, please, there, please. There are some pieces that I just I like to wear because they're they're nice. I um I've recently been classing it up a bit. I don't know if they're my favorite, but I'm enjoying wearing some fancier stuff. I finally broke down mm. and got myself a tuxedo. Ooh, I love it. Which I had very reasonable. I found it very reasonable on the internet, and it's high quality. And then I took it down to Nick Servone here in town, Servone and had him tailor fit it, and that guy works magic. So. Any excuse of anybody's planning a gala right now, invite me. I'm invite ready. Invite Judd to your gala because he's going to show up in this yeah. hand-tailored tux. And I'll tell you, that's something I want to see. <laughs> so so there we go. Uh, I, I don't love know it. if it's my favorite, but it's fun to wear. I love it. The favorite. Hawaiian shirt for nostalgia. I love it. I love it. Okay. And, and, and the tuxedo. The, the old fave and the new fave. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Maybe I'll warm together sometime. How about you, David? That's I know fantastic. this is leading somewhere. Uh, no, I don't really have any favorites, so I'm just going to leave it at that. No, I'm just kidding. Of course. Of course I do. Um, you know, one thing that I really love, you're really into these Hawaiian shirts. One thing that I really love are snap shirts, right? Oh. So instead of a button down, which I wear a lot of button downs, yeah. you know, the snap shirts. Sometimes mm -hmm. people say there's like plaid, snap, kind of a cowboy feel. Cowboy. Uh, Goes with your Western some of those, disco uh, metal. Good. There you go. Western disco metal. Mm -hmm. uh, some of those uh, so, sort of worn denim work shirts used to have some, some of those snaps on them. 
But one of the things I love so much about that is the drama of when you're standing at the end of the day at your laundry basket and you're about to take off the snap shirt. You grab good hold of those front tail pieces and you pull hard, Judd. <laughs> you pull hard and what happens? Ra-pa-pa-pa! Shirtless. It's instantly. all you. I love it. I love that. There's something yeah. really f- fabulous about a snap shirt. But my one... <laughs> But it's, my one favorite garment uh, would have to be uh, my old patchwork leather jacket. Huh? My old patchwork leather jacket that is beaten and, and, and abused and, and a gorgeous, gorgeous piece. Picked it up somewhere around 1990. I think I wore that at probably 50 plus gigs. Yeah. And so it's just got, it's got history for me. Yeah. And every time I put it on, I just go right back to this place where I just... I feel probably the way you do when you put the tux on. You just, you know, you're put together, and uh, and I really love it. So, yeah, a lot of stories in that jacket that just come right back. That's yeah, yeah. I love the stories that 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 it represents. What really blew my mind was when uh, my son got to be around seventeen, eighteen, and he'd always seen that piece around. And then one day I saw him wear it, Uh and I thought, wow, you know, he finally got to a place where you know. Either the jacket was cool enough for him or he was cool enough for the jacket. But I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. And he's like, hey, you know, what do you think, Pop? You know, can I wear this? I'm like, yes, yes, wear it. Nice. So it looks great with his long hair, too. So I'm just waiting for the day when my kids uh, kind of raid my closet. Hey, Dad, can we wear this? It's nerd day at high school. That's I love it. Yeah. I can see that happening. Oh, really? Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, I mean, I, yeah, you know, I, sure, sure, yeah. All right, what else is on your list? I got a show to do here. But, uh, no, but I'm glad you've taken over. This is fun. No, I, you know, I, I, the, the, lastly, I was just going to say, uh, you know, how folks, fun it is when, yes. Go I'm right just going to say this out loud. We might run a little long. So some stuff we talk about might get cut for the on-air version. Perfect. But everything's making it into the podcast, so we can just keep talking. Okay, well, I'm hoping that this is the stuff that does get cut, because okay, I've really is... saved my best for last. <laughs> okay, <It's>... here we go. <laughs> no, I just, uh, favorite pieces that you've kept around for a long time that get assumed by other people. Uh, back in the 19, early 90s, there was a cigarette company uh, called Magda. I don't know if anyone, oh, no. any of your listeners out there remember it, but it was a cigarette brand called Magna. And uh, I thought, wow, that's kind of cool and, and kind of gross at the same time. But <laughs> Yeah, your name on a cigarette. I, I, I never smoked those cigarettes, but they had a lot of swag and advertisement stuff because they were trying to become new into the market. And uh, I got a hold of uh, a T-shirt that had this big Magna logo on it. And actually a couple of young, uh, young clients had found it in a thrift store and they brought it to me and they're like, hey, Magna's. It's kind of funny. It kept it around in a bottom drawer for a while, but uh, it's actually kind of become my wife's favorite sort of T-shirt to sleep in. And, you know, here I see her wearing it with the big logo on it, and it says Magna, and it just kind of shows family team pride. Absolutely. And I like it. So uh, That's nice. I don't know. It's just funny. It shows that she's your property. It shows your Uh, name on there. Yes. Well, the huge tattoo across the back of the shoulders kind of does the (laughs) trick, but when she covers it up, the shirt works. So there you go. (laughs) Ay, ay, ay. Mr. David. Mr. Judd. We're going to do something. I love it. I, something is we're one of my favorite right things now. to do. We're going to play a game. I love Th- games. This is, this is, if you've listened to our show before, this is not the game you're expecting. Okay. Because I know you have tuned in once in a while. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do something new for you. Oh, I love <clears> a new thing. We are going to play a game we're calling Real Review Roulette. Ooh, I like it. Mr. Lauren Mole is going to read a series of reviews Called from Yelp. Wow. Okay. Now, there are two possible answers. You're going to have to guess. And it might be all of one. It might be all of the other. It might be a mixture. You are going to guess which review is from the David Magna Workshop or the Supercuts in Beverly Hills, California. Ba-da-bomb. All right. I love it. Are you up for this? I am totally up for this. All right. Ha- having worked in Beverly Hills, however, not in the supercuts, I know quite a bit about it, uh, but uh, hopefully I'll be able to, d- to decipher between the two. I think you can ace this. Lauren Mole, are you ready? I am, Judd. All right, let's go with review number one. Okay. Never again. My boyfriend went in and had his, and his hair is butt ugly. They ask you how you want your hair, but it makes no difference. Never, ever, ever again. All right, is that a review of the David Magna Workshop or the Beverly Hills Supercuts? 
Well, Judd, I am proud to say that that's got to be the David Magna <laughs> workshop because uh, you know that's usually the kind of uh, response that we get. Oh, so, I'm sorry. No. I'm <laughs> sorry. You that <laughs> actually wrong, is the Judd? supercuts. Oh, darn it! And in all fairness to supercuts, we only looked for the uh, well. Anyway, we'll get to that in a moment. Okay. We only look for lousy reviews. <laughs> there were plenty of good ones too. Uh, shall we try the second one? Let's see. Can you guess what 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 this review is referring to? Okay. In and out in 10 minutes, they have the fastest and... Oh, oh wait a minute. Uh, uh, Judd, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't say this word on the air. What is it? Let's see. Say for yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can't say that word on the air. Let's try shirt. Uh, make it shirtiest. Okay? <laughs> shirtiest. Shirtiest haircuts in this city. <laughs> no attention to details at all. And the sign in the entrance says... We pay attention to the details. That's what makes us special. No, you don't, you freaking liars! <laughs> and it's expensive, too. Not sure why anybody wants to go there. They are the McDonald's of haircuts! All right, is that the David Magna Workshop, or is that elsewhere? Well, Judd, because you've been to the salon, you know that we have a giant sign when you walk in that says, We pay attention to details! <laughs> yeah. so, so, so I might just have to say... No, I, actually, Judd, I, I'm, I'm going to play it smart on this one, and I'm going to say... I think that might be our good friends down in Beverly Hills. That is that is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Um, right. There you go. Uh, Lauren, is there another one? Uh, actually, there is. Okay, let's hear this one. Secondly, after I... Oh, by the way, there, this went on oh, for a while. Ahead, so this oh. is just the second part of this review. Second part of the shirty review. I yeah. like it. I like it a lot. Secondly, after I offer her a $1 tip, she refuses to take it and averts her eyes. Whoever the... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Judd. I, I can't say this word on the air either. You can say that. You can say that. Uh, whoever the hell you are, you okay. can say that. That's okay. All right. Whoever the hell you are, you are get... Name a salon. Girl, you are not no diva, so stop pretending you don't need money. I know how just how, I know just how much you make. My cousin used to work there. If I ever come back, I'm asking for Roxanne and only Ro Roxanne. This girl sucked! <laughs> Wow. All right. That's a mouthful. That might give it away. If I don't know if anyone ever, uh, the, the name well, Roxanne. I know but... their cousin. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> no, Judd, I'm going to have to say that's once again our friends in Beverly Hills. That is correct. It is. Are there any more? Actually, we got another one. Okay. All let's right. hear it. The hits keep coming. I agree to all the other Yelpers. Way overrated and really... Uh, uh, Judd, I I'm sorry. I, I can't say this word on the air either. You're giving me a bad time today, Judd. Uh, kind of do the same thing. Uh, shirt. Use shirt. So it would be shirty. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very useful word. Yeah. Shirty. No, no. Read the whole thing. You put that in. Oh. <laughs> I agree to all the other Yelpers. Way overrated and really shirty. <laughs> Ooh. Wow, I, I'm I'm not sure that that's us, but uh, I sure want to hope not. Uh, we keep our shirtiness in the back room, so uh, instead of the front. Okay. I'm going to say our friends in Beverly Hills. Very good, yes, indeed. Ah, wonderful. Are there any more? Oh, guess what, Jet? We only got one more. This is the last one. Uh, okay, let's hear it. Last and final, I like it. All right. Absolutely magical when it comes to hair. Thank you for making me look so beautiful on my wedding day. Beverly Hills quality. Oh. Well, now, see, now that's a cheat right there because they're trying to, you're trying to skew my mind in the one direction by the usage of the word. But uh, now, our, as you know, Judd, uh, we, take, we take so much pleasure in providing uh, a phenomenal service to uh, a lot of the couples that come to the Napa Valley to, uh, to enjoy their weddings here. And uh, classic composition hairdressing and bridal hairdressing and... That's something I really take pride in, in that kind of work. And I, I know who wrote that. I know the review. And, uh, and I'm very proud of that and, and, and uh, their happiness also. And so uh, I know where that came from. Would you like to take ownership? Be, yeah, that would be us. Okay. Thanks, You're right. Judd. You're right. That is the David Magnum. <laughs> Thanks workshop. for sliding that one in there, guys. I like the big finish. You're welcome. You're yeah. welcome. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Mad Lib. That's right, David Magna. I'm a huge Mad Lib fan. Then you know how this works, so let's just get right to it. I do. I need a verb, past tense. Uh, verb, past tense. Yes. Uh, forgotten. Uh, forgotten. Okay. A verb, past tense. Another one. Ooh, verb, past tense. Mm -hmm. Let's see if I can come up with something. You uh, can do it. Screamed. Screamed. 
All right, got that. Another verb past tense. Judd, you know how to mix it up, man. <laughs> you really, this is great. We're I, getting dense on the tense. All right. <laughs> uh, surrendered. Ooh. Surrendered. And finally, well, it's not really finally. We got a couple more, but in this category, a verb past tense. Wow. I was not expecting that. Slept. <laughs> Slept. Okay. All right. I need an adjective. Okay. Can I get a little Jeopardy music uh, while I'm thinking about uh, this one? If Lauren wants to. I, I know, that's all right. Our board is broken I'll, I'll, here. The, the, the Jeopardy soundtrack is, is on the fritz right I left now. my nose flute at home. <laughs> uh, cringeworthy. Cringeworthy. Yeah, seriously. Where's Alex Trebek and Johnny Gilbert when you need them the most? <laughs> Look behind door number two. Okay, finally, David, a plural noun. Chickens. Chickens. All right. What I did a little bit earlier, is I went on to davidmagnaworkshop.com and uh, took a little bit of your bio off there, which you have now just rewritten via this Mad Lib <laughs> game. I'm not sure how fair that is, but uh, I, I love the idea. Completely. Here I we go. I love the idea of it. Let's see what we get. Ahem. David Magna approaches his craft with integrity and intensity. Clients who have been forgotten by, screamed at, surrendered to, and slept with David... <laughs> <laughs> my wife's gonna love that <laughs> yeah the master craftsman know that he has taken the art of hairstyling to a cringeworthy level <laughs> <laughs> my best clients will tell you that <laughs> not merely cutting hair he sculpts and carves precision <laughs> carves pre take your time John. <laughs> thank you lauren deep breath okay thank you let's try that again not merely cutting hair he sculpts and carves precision chickens to frame your face. <laughs> David Magna. Judd Finkelstein. Thank you for being here today. Hey, thanks for having me, Judd. It's been a pleasure. Lauren, thank you also. This is Lauren Mull speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gil Lamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.